money ain't a thing. Money ain't a thing. We can talk, but money talk, so talk money. Ash cash show, 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 ash cash 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 show. All right, so welcome, welcome, welcome to the Ash Cash Show every Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Make sure you go to the AshCashShow.com, subscribe to the podcast. Go to AshCashTV.com, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, I appreciate y'all for tapping in. Um, you know, we're going we gonna to go straight. You know what I'm saying? I want to go straight into the daily aspiration because um, if you know, you know, right? So I, so I was playing um, uh, shame. Shame on the uh, Wu Tang as the as the intro song um, because that's that's how that's how I'm feeling though you know what I'm saying I'm feeling like shame on us you know what I mean shame shame on us who uh, still got breath on our body um, and we still trying to figure things out shame on shame on us you know what I'm saying um, you know what I mean um, I am M Pishliors M Pishliors all right. That's out to you. Uh, stay fly, LA. I appreciate the badge love. Stevenson, what up? Peace and blessing. Um, Mongolia is in the building. Yo, we got, yo, we international out here. We got Japan in the building. We got Mongolia in the building. Um, you know what I'm saying? So salute, salute the, to, to everybody international. Um, salute to everybody. Uh, national cashmere. Uh, love your social proof interview. I appreciate you. Salute, salute, salute. Yo, yo, the, yo. Um, tomorrow, in God's will, uh, we got a special episode of Inside the Vault dropping. Um, it's it's going to be one of the biggest episodes I've ever dropped. Um, so make sure y'all tune in. Make sure y'all put your alarm clocks in. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be one of the biggest episodes I've ever dropped. Um, you know, I'm, I'm I'm keeping the guest secret. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want y'all all in. You know what I'm saying? I want I want y'all to, so y'all. I want you know what I mean. I, I need I need y'all to 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 get the catch the feeling. You know what I'm saying? I need y'all to catch catch the feeling. Where CJ appreciate the bad love. Uh, yeah, share it share this with like ten people. You know what I mean? Shit, you're spoiling this. Happy Wednesday. Share this with like ten people. Um. Yeah, it's like 10 people because that's how I woke up. You know what I'm saying? I woke up today just feeling that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Somebody needed to hear this. You know what I'm saying? Myself included. So the thing is, the great thing about it is that, you know what I mean? Like, um, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm never um, too, too big to check myself. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, a, a lot, a lot of times, you know, we we sitting around here. We got we got life in our body. We blessed beyond measure. You know what I'm saying? But even being blessed, we still um, we still not maxing out our, our full potential. You know what I'm saying? We still out here, you know, uh, uh, settling for less. We still out here trying to, you know, do things that um, you know what I'm saying? Like 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 yo, shame on us, yo. You know what I mean? Shame on us. If we if we out here, we still got breath in our body, but we not we not fully maximizing who 
you know, God put us in here to be. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so, you know, uh, we're gonna we're gonna go daily aspiration first because I, I need I need us to 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 like you know understand this, you know what I'm saying? I need us to understand this. I need us to understand this. Do you really believe? Happy Wednesday, my creatures of greatness. Welcome to the day that you fully recognize your power and vow to never settle for less. Today's daily aspiration is dedicated to having unwavering faith in your abilities and doing everything in your power to live the life that you deserve. Shame on you if you are given an opportunity and you don't fully maximize it. Shame on you if you are breathing but still doubt that your life has purpose. Shame on you if you don't realize that the only thing stopping you from being great is your thoughts and your willingness to be fearless. Nothing can stop you. Today is the day you realize your invincibility and begin to talk the talk and walk the walk. Follow your heart, follow your dreams, and never settle for less. Kill your doubt. Stop letting or telling yourself what can't be done and get busy doing what needs to be done. The life of your dreams lives right on the opposite side of your fears. Walk through the fire and take what you deserve. Uh, I'll leave you with a couple of quotes and the first one's by Stephen Richards and it says, positive beliefs in yourself will give you the energy needed to conquer the world and this belief is the power behind all creation. Next quote by Paolo Coelho and it says, remember that whatever your heart is, there will find your treasure. And last but not least by Stephen Richards and it says, to dream by night is to escape your life. To dream by day is to make it happen. Um, so like, like, like for real, y'all. Panther, Ann, appreciate your, the badge love. Um, but for real, for real, you know, um, you know, the life that you deserve is on the opposite side of fear. You know, um, there's something right now that you are afraid of. And that something is stopping you from fully accessing all the goodness that, you know, God, you know, has has reserved for you. You know what I'm saying? It's a low. Appreciate the badge love. Um, and that's the thing. You know what I'm saying? The thing, the thing about it is that, you know, you are allowing um, you are allowing your fear um, to stop you from just enjoying life. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know, there is, there is a uh, joy that, you know, and, and you got to think about it, right? Again, when we think about the, the, the root word of joy, um, I mean, enjoy is joy. Like, it's air, right? Like, you have to, you have to, um, you know, have this thing within yourself that allow, that allows you to, uh, you know, that allows you to um, just just enjoy life, you know? Um, you know, I, I believe that life isn't like meant for you to, um, to struggle, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
and 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 not unnecessary struggle. Let me just say that. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, struck the struggle, the struggle that you face in getting out of your comfort zone is one thing, right? This struggle that you're gonna face while um trying to get out of your comfort zone. I get that. You know what I'm saying? That struggle you're gonna face when you've been used to doing something a certain way and then now you're you know, doing it a different way. I get that. But some of us are struggling with things that we don't even have no business struggling with. You know what I'm saying? Like, like some of us are struggling with things that we don't need, like we shouldn't even be in that space anymore. You know what I mean? And a lot of it is because we are attaching our happiness. We are attaching our uh, joy to things that are external that we really don't have as much control over. Uh, and that's why, you, you know, you go through this emotional roller coaster. I know I'm talking to you. I know I'm talking to you, right? The reason why you're going, you know, through this emotional roller coaster is because you're attaching your happiness to something that can move, like a moving scale. You know what I'm saying? And, and because you're doing it, I'm talking to you, you know who I'm talking to. Because you are doing that, because you are attaching your happiness to a moving scale, um, you get to a point where you get happy when you have the thing and the happiness of getting that thing feels so good that you don't realize that even in that, you're setting yourself up for failure, right? Because what happens is when you... Uh, are happy because you have the thing and you're so attached to the thing, you then also say, you know, when you don't have the thing, then um, you, you, don't, you don't start feeling, you don't feel good. And then now you go on this downward slump trying to chase the thing again, right? Um, and, and I'll use this example for anybody who understands um, addiction, right? And and I'm and I'm gonna I'm talk about specifically. I'm gonna talk about crack, right? Um, if you've ever been around someone who was addicted to crack and understands um, how crack works, is the first time somebody takes a hit of crack, um, there is a high that they get that is just beyond any other high they've ever had. Right. But the truth of the matter is that they'll never really get that high again, um, because because this was a new substance that was was added to the body. The body was shocked and it, and it gave it this 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 feeling that it will never really feel again. Right. And so now they get addicted because their mind got so stimulated that they're now chasing the high. Right. They're now wanting to go around and keep smoking crack like they keep want to smoke. They keep trying to smoke crack. Right. Because they're chasing that ultimate high. They're chasing that high that they had once before. Right. I don't know who need to hear this. But, yo, a lot of us are no different than, than people who smoke crack. You smoke crack, don't you? Right. A lot of us. Right. Are 
are the same. A lot of us are, you know, we, 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 we found this thing, right? We were feeling a, a certain kind of way and we found this thing, whether it's likes, whether it's people saying they're proud of you, whether it's, you know, a certain amount of money, whatever it is, we found this thing that our body wasn't used to. And so it shot up this, this feel good, right? It shot up this, this, this thing that, that, that make, you know, that made it, you know, that, that, that made us feel good. And now because that made us feel good, we love the way that feels. And so what happens is we start chasing after that high. We start chasing, you know, after the, the likes or the views or the attention. We start, you know, chasing after this thing that is fleeting, right? And so what happens is we shouldn't be addicted to anything, right? We shouldn't be addicted to anything. We should, we should make sure that we are, that our joy, and there's a difference between, you know, joy and happiness, right? Um, and I'll be honest, even, even, even being addicted to serving, right? Just, just keeping a hundred percent, even that could potentially be a space in which you get addicted to. Cause I talked about this, uh, you know, over the weekend, right? While we were in Baton Rouge, that sometimes, you know, we mask serving as a way to mask addiction. Cause that ain't, that ain't right either, right? Like if, if, if you overserve, right? If you overserve, if you over, if, if you're trying to be over impactful, if, if, if you have this, this level of impact, right? You have this level of impact and now you want the same impact. Now, when, when, when people don't clap for you like they used to clap for you, right? Now you're, you're willing to, to sacrifice yourself, right? Now you're willing to sacrifice yourself. Now you're willing to be so noble, right? You're, you're willing to be so noble that that you're now you're ruining your family life. You're ruining your friends. You're ruining your the, your relationship with your kids. I know y'all can relate. How many people do we know that in the public, everybody loves them in the public? You know what I'm saying? Everybody loves them in the public. Everybody is 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 clapping them for the for, for them in the public, but their kids can't stand them, right? Their kids is like, yo, you, cho you chose to work over us. You wasn't here for us. Their significant other can't, can't even stand to look at them, right? Because at the end of the day, you cannot overserve, right? Public success, but private failure. You cannot, you know, overserve because that's an addiction as well, right? That is addiction as well. And so you have to have balance, right? You have to have balance in your life, first and foremost. God, I promise you, God's not going to give you no extra points for, for over-serving and over... Nah, God's not going to give you no extra points, right? 
Because 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 what happens is, look, overserving is also ego as well, right? Overserving is ego. Overserving is edging God out because God gave you an assignment. God said, "Do this," and then when you started getting claps for it, you start getting clapped for 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 for, for whatever that is. Now you start going crazy. Now your ego's taking over. Now your ego's like, yo, yeah, I want, I want more of that. I want more claps. I want more, more, more people screaming my name. I'm like, I love that. That ain't, that ain't God. I'll be honest with you. That's the ego. You know what I'm saying? And so your, you have to have balance and you have your, your joy needs to be a, a, attached to you inwardly. What is it that inwardly makes you happy? Right? What is it that inwardly makes you happy? What is that thing that is not attached to anything else? If you change your mind, then you change your life. Mind Right Radio. Inspiration and motivation 25. 25-8. That's all the time. More than humanly possible. More than humanly possible. We got two wolves in us. And a battery. Yep. They both want to eat. They both want to eat. Best I can tell, we just got to feed that good one a little more than the other Happiness is an emotional response to an outcome. If I win, I will be happy. If I don't, I won't. If, yeah. if then, cause and effect, quid pro quo, standard that we cannot sustain because we immediately raise it every time we attain it. See, happiness, happiness demands a certain outcome. It happiness deserves an outcome. Mind. And I say, if happiness is what you're after, then you're going to be let down frequently. You're going to be unhappy much of your time. Joy, though. Joy is a different thing. It's something else. Joy is not a choice. It's not a response to some result. It's a constant. Yeah. Joy is the feeling that we have from doing what we are fashioned to do, no matter the outcome. Now, personally, as an actor, I started enjoying my work and literally being more happy when I stopped trying to make the daily labor a means to a certain end. For example, uh, uh, I need this film to be a lot of I need my performance to be acknowledged. I need the respect of my peers. Um, all those are reasonable aspirations, but the truth is, as soon as the work... The daily making of the movie, the doing of the deed, became the reward in itself for me. I got more box office, more accolades, and respect than I ever had before. See, joy is always in process, it's under construction. It is in constant approach, alive and well in the doing of what we're fashioned to do. Thank you. And enjoying. The easiest way to dissect success is through gratitude. Gratitude, y'all. Thanks for that which we do have, for what is worth. Appreciating the simple things we sometimes take for granted. Yeah. We give thanks for these things, and that gratitude reciprocates, creating more to be thankful for. It's really simple, and it works. Now, I'm not saying be in denial of your failures. No, we can learn from them too, but only if we look at them constructively as a means to reveal. What we are good at, what we can get better at, what we do succeed at. My life's a verb. We try our best, we don't always do our best. Yep. And since we are the architects of our own lives, 
Let's study the habits, the practices, the routines that we have that lead to and feed our success, our joy, joy, pain, our laughter, our earned tears. Let's dissect that and give thanks for those things. And when we do that, guess what happens? We get better at them. And we have more to dissect. To get rich quick on the internet, rich is 15 minutes of fame world that we live in, and we see it every day. But we all want to succeed, right? So the question that we got to ask ourselves is what success is to us, what success is to you. Is it more money? That's fine. I got nothing against money. Maybe it's a healthy family. Maybe it's a happy marriage. Maybe it's to help others, to be famous, to be spiritually sound, leave the world a little bit better place than you found it. Continue to ask yourself that question. Now, your answer may change over time, and that's fine. But do yourself this face. Whatever your answer is, don't choose anything that will jeopardize your soul. Prioritize who you are, who you want to be, and don't spend Prioritize anything it. that antagonizes your character. Yep. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. Don't honey. drink the Kool-Aid. It's sweet, but you will get cavities tomorrow. Yep. Life is not a popularity contest. Be brave, take the hill, but first answer that question, what's my hill? What's my hill? It's a measurement of uh, five things. We got fatherhood. We got being a good husband. We got my health, mind, body, and spirit. We got career, and we got friendships. These are what's important to me in my life right now. Because I want to keep all five in healthy shape. All of them. And I know that if I don't take care of them, if I don't keep up maintenance on them, one of them is going to get weak, man. Yep, one of them is going to get it's weak. Dip too deep into the debit section. It's going to go bankrupt. Go bankrupt. Sick. Die. So first, we have to define success for ourselves. Define then, success. We have to put in the work to maintain it. And then put in the work to maintain it. Tend our guard. Keep the things that are important to us in good shape. Defining ourselves by what we are not is the first step that leads us to really knowing who we are. You know that group of friends that you hang out with? That they're, who are, they're who you, who you are not? You. you know, they, they got. Yo, hold on. Don't miss that, right? You got, you got to define what success means to you. And where that starts is by defining what you are not. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to define who, who are you not, right? Because if you could, if you could identify who you are not, it's going to get you closer to who you who, who you actually are, right? Because once you define the success and then you put in the work, it tells you, right, who you are not. Like nah, I, like there there are things that I I don't even got to think about. There are things that I know that I'm that I am not that and I am not doing. I'm not compromising, right? And the more solid, right? The more solid you are in the things that you are not going to do, it makes it so much clearer the things that you that you will do. So much clearer. That's too much or kind of shady. They really aren't gonna be there for you in a pinch. Or how about that bar that we keep going to that we always seem to have the worst hangover? Or that computer screen, right? That computer screen that keeps giving non-negotiables not to get out of the house and engage with the world and get some real human interaction. How about that food that we keep eating? Stuff that tastes so good going down, makes us feel like crap the next week. 
until it's charging and be putting on weight. Well, those people, those places, those things, stop giving them your time and energy. Stop giving them your time and energy. Put them down. Put them down. And when you do this, when you do put them down, you put them there, and you quit giving them your time, you inadvertently find yourself spending more time and in more places that are healthy for you. Yeah, you owe you properties without Why? Because you just eliminated the who's, the where's, the what's, and the when's that were keeping you from your identity. And trust me, too many options, <laughs> I promise you, too many options will make a tyrant. Too many options sometimes. Right, so get rid of the excess. Get rid of the get excess. Of time. Decrease your options. If you do this, you will have accidentally, almost innocently, put in front of you what is important to you. A process of elimination. Knowing who we are is hard. It's hard. Give yourself a break. Eliminate who you are not. Eliminate who you are not. You're going to find yourself where you need Make voluntary obligations. I'm talking about the ones that we make with ourselves. With our God. With our own consciousness. I'm talking about the you versus you. You versus you. If you know, you know. Again, these are not societal laws, expectations that we acknowledge and endow for anyone other than ourselves. These are faith-based obligations that we make on our own. These are not the lowered insurance rates for a good driving record. You will not be fined or put in jail if you do not gratify these obligations I speak of. No one else covers these but you. They are your secrets with yourself, your own private counsel personal protocols. And while nobody throws you a party when you abide by them, no one's going to arrest you when you break them either. Except yourself. And honestly, we all sleep alone. These are your personal Jimmy Crickets. And there are not enough cops in the entire world to police them. It's on you. It's on you! It's on you. It's on you! We do our best when our destinations are beyond the measurement. When our reach continually exceeds our grasp. And when we have immortal finish lines. And when we do this, the race is never over. The journey has no port. The adventure never ends because we are always on the way. So do this. Do this and let them, let somebody else come up and tap you on the shoulder and say, Hey, you, you score. Let them run up and tap you on the shoulder and say, man, you won. Let them come tell you, you can go home now. Let them say, I love you too. Let them say, thank you. Take the lid off the man-made roofs that we put above ourselves and always play like an underdog. Always play like an underdog. And so look, you know, so when we, so, you know, when we start thinking about addictions and being so like skewed, um, you know, in, 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 in one direction instead of the next, like, um, you know, like I said, like, I, you know, I personally, um, pro- probably the second half of November, I'm shutting down, you know, because, you know, and I think I, I was, we were talking, we were talking about this, um, last, um, uh, last night in our mentorship program, you know what I'm saying? Um, and you know, one of, one of the things that we, we talked about was 
just just kind of being, you know, giving, giving, giving and not kind of resetting, you know. And, you know, for me, um, I want to say for the last, man, it's like a, it's like a month straight. I just been going nonstop because, you know, I got a lot a lot of things happening behind the scenes. And so I just been going, going, going nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. And it feels like, you know, it's from like one thing to the next and one thing to the next and one thing to the next. And so for me, you know, I'm 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 understanding the signs. Right. I'm understanding the signs because the truth of the matter. um, Yeah, it might might be my signal uh, because I know that. uh, Let me see. Yeah, it might be my signal. Uh, So my bad job, Uh, because I because I'm not. I'm in a uh I'm in a uh Airbnb. Um and so the the Wi-Fi, the Wi-Fi might be acting up, but y'all gonna still catch these bars, right? Um and so and so my body, you know, my body and my mind and everything is telling me to slow down, you know. Um and the truth of the matter is that a lot of times, you know, people feel like, man, I can't slow down, right? Like, I got this momentum. I got to keep it hot. I have to. I should. I have to. I have to. I have to. But the truth of the matter, um, you know, the truth of the matter is that um, you don't have to. <laughs> you, actually, you, actually, you actually don't have to, right? You actually don't have to. Um, and, and one of the things that I've realized, um, and I want, you know, I want you to realize this, um, is... You know, what's for you is for you. That's it. You know what I'm saying? What What's for you is for you. Um, and, you know, it, you, no one, no one could, no one could ever take that away. Right. What's for you is for you. And no one could ever take that away. And in fact, um, this might sound like a, like an oxymoron, but needing nothing gets you everything. Right. Needing nothing gets you everything. If you need. Right. If you need to keep going, if you need to uh, to get certain things done, if, if you're like in a need space, then you're actually in lack space. Oh. Yeah. You don't even realize it. You don't even realize that being in a space of needing to do something, right? Being in a space of having to do something or should be doing or all that, being in that space is actually taken away from your blessings. Because needing nothing attracts everything. And the the only reason you feel like you need it, the only reason you feel like Oh, this is a bad situation, but I'm going to ride it out, right? Oh, oh, I know this is no longer serving me, but I'm still going to hang in there is because you're coming from a space of lack. You're coming from a space of lack, right? You're coming from a space of lack. You're coming from a space of, well, I know I have this, so I don't want to, you know, I don't want to get rid of it. I know I have this momentum, so I don't know. You got to slow down. You got to take a break. Yo, you are a Rolls Royce, right? You are a Rolls Royce, top of the line. 
you cost half a million dollars and and you and you specially designed so add another add another half a mil to it right you a million dollar car that has all the bells and whistles but you keep forgetting to stop and pour gas you keep forgetting to gas gas up and give yourself premium right you keep you keep thinking because you this you this you this luxury car that you going you going to be able to go you you going to be able to go forever you think you think that that I I'm this luxury car and now I ain't gas up and and I'm going to get on the highway with no gas and 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 you wondering why the Honda Accord is passing you you wondering why the Honda Accord is passing you the Honda Accord stopped to get gas so the Honda Accord that got 200,000 miles, it's not even brand new. It's a 1997 Honda Accord. It ain't even brand new. It got 200,000 miles in it with an with a, with a, with a engine that was remade. And it's passing you. It's, it, and you bugging. You like, yo, you, you see me? You see, you see how I'm looking? You 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 see me? I'm a I'm a Rolls Royce. I'm a Rolls Royce, fully kitted. Like I yo, you see you see me on the outside, but on the inside, you ain't got no gas. On the inside, you pulling you pulling over. You pulling over, calling emergency road road service. You you pulling over, calling emergency road service so they could gas you up. While you standing on the side of the road watching the Honda, the, to the Toyota Camry, you you watching all of these all of these cars with high mileage that's not even worth what you worth pass you right on by because you because you didn't want to gas up and so and so I'm I'm gonna tell you you know the the important part you know it. The, the, the best time to take a break when you don't think you got time for it, right? The best part is to detach from everything. First principle says, as Tulopa put it, have a mind that is open to everything. Open to everything. And attached to nothing. Attached to nothing. One of the central principles of my life is that no one knows enough to be a pessimist about anything. That each and every one of us, when we close our mind to what is possible for us or what is possible for humanity, closes off the genius that resides and lives in each and every one of us. But a mind that is open to everything and attached to nothing is a mind that says, I'm never looking for anything to be a by. And that whatever anybody else out there has to say, my response to that is, that's an interesting point of view. I've never considered that before. Things that uh, that Emerson said is in, in one of his very first essays, he says, the first thing we have to say respecting what are called new views here in New England, where we are right now, is that they are not new. But the very oldest of thoughts cast into the mold of these new times Progress is imp is impossible if you always do things the way you've always done things. 
But the other word in this, what Talopa said is, be attached nowhere. Attached be nowhere. Attached nowhere. Attachment really means I am deluding myself into a belief that if I can't have or if I can't do this or that thing, then somehow I'm going to become immobilized. So an open mind that is detached. In one of, uh, in my most recent book, you know, Spiritual Solution to Every Problem, I have a, um, an observation. And it's uh, an observation from Anthony DeMello, a man I respect enormously. Priest, who um, in the way to love puts it this way. Here's a great test for your relationships, especially the relationships that you're in uh, with uh, those whom you love, not your children, but your spouses and your lovers and, and so on. Try this test on for size. One, I am not really attached to you. I'm not really attached. I am merely deluding myself into the belief that without you, I will not be happy. And two, and here's the toughest test for non-attachment. I leave you free to be yourself. I leave you free to be to yourself. Indulge your tastes, follow your inclination, behave in ways that you decide are to your liking. Most of us do in our relationships and why they are not as successful as we would like them to be is that we become attached and we tell ourselves that if this person behaves in a way that I find offensive, that I can't be happy. I make my happiness, my fulfillment dependent upon those people that I love being what I think that they should be. No. And, and detachment, detachment means being a victim. It just simply means I know that I can make my life fulfilled and happy by having a mind that is open to everything and attached nowhere. The second principle is a very simple principle. It says you can't give away what you don't have. You can't give what you don't got. Now it sounds ridiculous, okay? But it's more than... You ain't got the gas, you can't give it. Year, as you hear this. You can't give away what you don't have. People who are not good at giving away love can't give away love because they don't have it to give away. Uh-oh. If I want to give you a dozen oranges, I can't give you those dozen oranges unless I go out and pick up 12 oranges someplace. Otherwise, all it is is just empty rhetoric. And the same thing is true of virtually everything in your life. You can't give away love for others if you don't have love in here to give away. If what you have in here is contempt, if what you have in here is anger, if what you have in here is fear, then these are the things you're going to be giving away in your life. Wait, hold on, hold on. Think about that concept and what we just talked about, gassing up. How you giving people time and you ain't got time for yourself? How you giving other people time and you don't got time for yourself? You now just made your community thieves. You just now made the people that you serve in thieves. You now just made the friend that keep asking you for stuff thieves. Right? They stealing from you. They just stole from you. Because you because you don't got it for yourself. But yet, but yet you giving it to other people. 
Like you ain't got it for yourself. You don't have it for yourself. Yet you're still giving it away. Do you, do you understand how a bank account works? Right? You can only withdraw what you deposit. Right? Sometimes, right? Sometimes you are able, right? Sometimes you are able to withdraw more than you've deposited. But guess what happens? Your account becomes overdrawn. Your account becomes overdrawn and that overdraft, if you don't have overdraft protection, now your account is in the red. Now, when you need to use your account to pay for something, you don't got it, right? Now you don't got it. Now you can't pay, you can't give the things that you want to give because you've been given without depositing. And so how is it? How can you give time if you don't got time? How can you give money if you don't got money? How can you give attention if you don't got attention, if you're not paying attention? How can you pay attention to something else when you're not paying attention to yourself? There's a law, sort of a law in the universe. I call it the law of attraction. The law of attraction is one that works like this. You get back from the universe. You get back. What it is that you put out there. What you put out there. And if you're putting out there into the world that I am not worthy of attracting something beautiful into my life, that the universe will respond back to you with exactly that message. The ocean of abundance is there. And you can go to that ocean of abundance and you can take a back truck and you can fill it up 20 times a day and take it out of there. And guess what? It doesn't impact at all the ocean of abundance. Yep. It doesn't even go down a zillionth of an inch. It's unlimited. Unlimited. Or you can go to the same ocean of abundance with a eyedropper. You can just take this much out once a month and say, that's all that seems to be available for me. And the interesting thing for me is that when people go to this ocean of abundance, this uh, unlimited world, all that I have is thine, it says in the holy books. All that I have is thine. It's all there for you. But if you believe inside that it's limited, that you can only get so much, that other people are going to get it before you do, then you'll find yourself creating that very same thing and the even more interesting part about this you can't give away what you don't have principle is that if your message to the universe is gimme 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 yeah which is a lot of people's message to the universe i want this from you i want that from wait you. hold on gimme 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 when you're in a space where you always asking you always saying gimme 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 right when you always asking Right, and you feel like, and and so because you're in that space of gimme, 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 and you're not detaching, then then the universe is saying the same, gimme, 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 and that's why you're overwhelmed. Right, that's why you don't have enough time. That's why you can't find you know time to do the things you need to do because you keep asking God and the universe to gimme, 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 and instead of saying, 
please give me this. I have to have that. How That's can what I their serve? prayer is like. That's Not overserved, though, too. You know, and they say, I want this from the universe. Give me, give me, give me. The universe's response back to that kind of a uh, mentality is exactly the same. The universe will say right back to you over and over again, give me, give me, give me. And you'll find yourself never, ever arriving, but always being in a state of striving, always feeling as if you're being neglected, never feeling as if you have enough, always feeling as if you're being shortchanged, because you're constantly under the pressure to give, to get back what the universe is demanding. And the interesting thing about all of this, the, the irony of this, is that if you shift that and you say to the universe, serve in balance. How may I serve? How may I serve? How may I serve? In balance. The universe's response back to you is, how may I serve you? How may I serve? And here's the thing. Look, wait, wait, wait. Let me just be clear about this. And because I don't know. This 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 this, this feel like this feel like where, where we need to go, right? There's a difference between serving from your heart and serving because you're expecting something back. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this is Wayne Dyer. This is Wayne Dyer. Detached from everything. MindRightRadio.com um, There's a difference between serving because there's an expectation that you want something back or serving because you are in direct connect with, the, with God, with the universe, and you're serving for the sake of serving. Right? Um... When you, so for me, for me, serving is about touching lives that could never tell me I touched their lives, right? Um, you know, I posted this clip, check on my Instagram. I posted, I posted this clip um, with my brother, Kedron Brewster, we interviewed on Inside the Vault. And, um, he told me the story, and it's on my it's on my Instagram. If you check it out, he told me the story about you know one of his partners, that shot the little taco, who had done over two decades, right? Has done over two decades in jail, and read a book of mine that changed his life. It just happens to be that we were uh, we were connected. You know what I'm saying? Um, it just happens to be that we were connected. And so I was able to hear about how my service had blessed somebody who I, who I would probably never meet. You know what I'm saying? And that's the level of service for me. Right? That's the level of service for me. It's cool. And I appreciate the words of affirmation that I get. But at the end of the day, I'm not doing it for, the, for, for, for words of affirmation. I'm actually just, just being obedient to God. And so God is telling me this is the direction that I need to go. And so I'm being uh, in obedient to God and being obedient to God. I'm serving probably people who I would probably never have a conversation with. You know what I'm saying? And so when you're asking God, how can I serve? Do not pick and choose the assignment. A lot of us are picking and choosing the assignment. We said, God, how can I serve? 
and God whispers in your ear. God, God told you, and now you act, you acting like like you ain't you ain't here, right? Now, now you acting like, nah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, act, I, that wasn't what I meant. <laughs> God, I, that's not what I, that wasn't the assignment, right? Like, ah, uh, I heard you, God, but nah, I think, nah, I think, I think I'm better off over here, right? I think I'm better off over here, God. I, I asked God, how can I serve? God, God told me one assignment, but I'm like, ah, nah, that's that's downtown. Nah, this is too too fill in the blank over there. You know what I'm saying? And then now we serving in this direction, right? We serving in this direction where that's not even that's not even the assignment. That wasn't even the assignment. That was not even the assignment. And you you think you get points. <laughs> uh-huh. You think you getting points, but you ain't you ain't getting no points. God ain't giving you no points for being disobedient. But you like, but God, but God, I'm serving. God, I'm but I, fam, that's not what I told you to do. That ain't what I told you to do. I ain't tell you to do that. How you over here? I didn't tell you to do that. What do you mean? But God, I'm serving. You asked me, I told you, and then now you decided to go somewhere else. You don't get no points for that. You don't get no points for going in a different direction than, than what you were told to go. I shifted that energy off of what can I have? into what can I give? What can I give? It to me that the universe responded back with the very same message. What can I give yep. to you? And the most incredible and wonderful and beautiful abundance has flowed into my life in every way that I can possibly think of. You can't give away what you don't have. So take a look at an inventory of what you do have. How much do you love yourself? How much kindness do you have in you? How much peace do you have in you? How much joy do you have in you? And if you're able to give that away as many times as you can in a given day, watch and see how much more of that continues to show up and come back in your life. The third principle is one of my very favorites. It's called, there are no justified resentments. Yep. What kind of uh, anger comes directed towards you? No matter how much hate you may encounter showing up in your life, there are no justified resentments. Meaning that if you carry around resentment inside of you about anything or about anyone, and I'm talking about the person that you lent money to and hasn't paid you back. I'm talking about the person in your life that you feel was abusive in your life. I'm talking about the person who walked out on you and left you for somebody else. I'm talking about all of the things that you have justified in your heart and in your life that you have the right to be resentful about. And I'm suggesting to you that those resentments will always end up harming you. you no one ever dies from a snake bite. No one. A snake bite will never kill you. You cannot be unbitten. Once you're bitten, Time you're bitten. is the light. But it's the venom salute, salute. that continues 
Appreciate or through you. your system after the bite that will end up destroying you. If you become steadfast in your abstentions of thoughts of harm directed towards others, all living creatures will cease to feel enmity in your presence. You are now tapped in and tuned in. MindRightRadio.com Ah, we hit that time, y'all. We hit that time. But, I, but I'm going to leave you with this last one. Right? I'm going to leave you with this last one. Right? Hit you with this last one. Because obedience to God is connected to your purpose. You may not realize this, but when God is telling you to serve in a certain direction and you disobey and you serve somewhere else, uh, that just that's just because you you don't see it. You don't you don't see how this thing is connected to your purpose, but it is though. It absolutely is. It's absolutely connected to your purpose, and you don't see it. And so you go in a direction that you think will serve you, but it's not. And the truth is, there's no substitute for purpose. You are now tapped in and tuned in. There's no substitute for purpose. I'm going to leave you with this last one, and we out. Then we out. There's no substitute for purpose. Yep. What I'm saying is so important. This is more important than anything that you can hear right now. Because there's so many people who are lost, frustrated, and saved. There is no substitute for purpose. I was thinking of an example, and there's so many of them. Have you ever seen a manufacturer who began to build something and because it didn't become what he intended, he made it something else? You don't see that. They don't stop until they get what they purpose. There's no substitute for purpose. No substitute for purpose. Dr. Miles Monroe. You cannot make a car a boat. You cannot make a car a boat. You can't decide I'm tired of driving this car, I'm going to drive into the water and I'll make it a boat. You just can't do that. You can't substitute the purpose for the product. You cannot make a microphone a cooking spoon. I mean, you could, but it would be microphone abuse. You may laugh, but it's true about your life. You may laugh, but it's true about your life. If you are becoming something, or can I say, trying to become something that you are not, you are abusing who you are. You are, oh, you are abusing who you are. Yay, oh, no. Wait, I, I can't talk through this because I got to go. But, yo, yo, if you are doing anything that's opposite to what your purpose is, you are abusing who you are. What? Hey, yo, hold on. So you telling me 
that if a fish belong in water and you take the fish out the water and try to make it climb a tree, that, that, that you're abusing the fish? You're telling me that if a fish was made to be in the sea, you take it out the sea, what happened? It dies. Right? Vice versa. You take a lion, you take a lion out the jungle and throw it in the water. What's going to happen? It's going to die. And so you're telling me that if you do or be something that you were not meant to do or be, that you're abusing yourself. And guess what happens? You die. Maybe not physically, but internally, mentally, spiritually. You're dying because you are not following your purpose. You are abusing, you are abusing who you really are. Purpose therefore will haunt you. That's why God uses the word prevail. He said, no matter what you plan, whether it's big, good, fantastic, evil, bad, or excellent, if it's not my purpose for your life, God says, my purpose will prevail over that plan. That word prevail means it will haunt. It will haunt you. If you did everything everybody wanted you to do, but not what you were born to do, then what you were born to do will haunt what you did. You gotta understand God's word here. I push purpose that you for the bad blood. Purpose will override, overrule all of your plans. No matter how good they are, no matter how big they are, purpose will frustrate your success. Frustrate your success. You know, people, maybe you're one of them. You know, everyone thinks you're doing well. But when you close the door at night and cut the light off, it's hell in the bed. You cry. You weep. You're mad. Because you don't feel fulfilled. And then when you go on stage, everybody claps. But in secret, you are depressed. They think you are the best corporate executive in the whole company. But deep inside, you really want to go preach. Mm-hmm. Purpose will frustrate your success. You really want to go paint pictures. Deep inside, you want to do photography. You don't want to sit at no desk. Whatever your gift is, whatever your purpose is, it will make you frustrated. It will prevail over all of your success. Why? Because purpose itself will overrule your accomplishments. Purpose will overshadow all your work. Purpose will depress your impressions. You will depress your impressions. Bar. You impress people? You impress people? You're depressed. Because deep inside, you're not doing what you were born to do. God says this purpose will make you sick. My purpose will haunt you. Dr. Miles Monroe. It will make you feel so frustrated that no matter how successful the world thinks you are, my deep calling purpose will make you sick. And some of you know what I'm talking about. Purpose will frustrate you. Nothing but nothing 
can take the place of purpose. Purpose is the key and the measure of success. Purpose is the key to the measure of success. You're only successful if you did what you were born to do. You're only successful when you did what you were supposed to do. Everything else is failure. Everything else is failure. So you only measure your success by your assignment. I told you to paint the wall over here and you paint that one. Beautiful, perfect, excellent. You still failed. You still, still failed. failed. That's why it's possible to be good, but wrong. To be good, it's possible to be, wait, hold on. Hey, I gotta go. Hey, yo, it's possible to be good, but wrong. It is possible to be good, but wrong. You did, you did the good thing, but not the right thing. And so that's why you, you, you look, that's why you, you being disobedient going over here when you was told to go over there, that's why that's haunting you. That's why you're not fulfilled. That's why you're struggling. You're like, yo, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. But you ain't understand the assignment. You did not understand the assignment. Then secret you are depressed. They think you are the best corporate executive in the whole company. But deep inside, you really want to go preach. <laughs> deep inside, you really want to go paint pictures. Deep inside, you want to do photography. You don't want to sit at no desk. Whatever your gift is, whatever your purpose is, it will make you frustrated. <laughs> it will prevail over all of your success. Why? Because purpose itself will overrule your accomplishments. Overrule your accomplishments. Purpose will overshadow all your work. Purpose will depress your impressions. You impress people, but you're depressed. Because deep inside, you're not doing what you were born to do. God says, this purpose will make you sick. My purpose will haunt you. Salute, salute, V. It will make you feel so frustrated that no matter how successful the world thinks you are, my deep calling purpose... London is in the building. And some of you know what I'm talking about. Purpose will frustrate you. Nothing but nothing can take the place of purpose. Purpose is the key and the measure of success. You're only successful if you did what you were born to do. You're only successful when you did what you were born to do. Everything else is failure. Everything else is failure. So you only measure your success by your assignment. I told you to paint the wall over here and you paint that one. Beautiful, perfect, excellent. You still failed. You still failed. That's why it's possible to be good, but wrong. To be good, but wrong. To do a good thing, but not the wrong. Sure. Somebody need to hear this. Five more minutes. We out. It's not just a good thing. Purpose is that which you were sent here.
to perform. Purpose is the end for which you began. Purpose is destination. Make a note of that. Purpose is destination. And destination is destiny. Purpose is your end that is set. Appreciate the man the time set, y'all. To begin it. Therefore, you began because there's something that's already finished Ooh. that you were supposed to start. Therefore, your death was caused because of your destiny. Your existence became necessary because of your destiny. So, you don't go to your destiny. Destiny is, destiny is pulling you. That's why when you go off course, there's something constantly pulling you back. No matter where you go in life, there's something that keeps on Some keep pulling you. you. Because destiny screams at you every moment of your day. It quietly screams. Quietly screaming at you. It's the loudest. your destiny. That's your destiny. There's something. You know why I'm talking? It's probably crying louder now because I'm talking about it. Yes. It's screaming. It's screaming. It's that thing. That thing. That is already established by God. That you arrive to fulfill. And no matter where you go, what you do, it haunts you. It's haunting it you. It overpowers. You try to drown it in busyness. But it's too strong. Too strong. Yo, wait, hold on. You try to Mouse? Hold on, Dr. Mouse. Yo, hold on, Dr. Mouse. Yo, Dr. Mouse. He pulling all cards. He said, yo, you try, you trying to, you trying to. You trying to bury it in busyness. That's a bar. You trying to. Occupation. This is your occupation. That's why. Until you find your destiny. Detail the trace of the building. Is a job. All you have is a job. Your destiny is not a job. Your destiny is not a job. Your destiny is your work. Your destiny is your work. Your job is what you do until you find your destiny. Oh. There's no substitute. There's no substitute for purpose. What I'm saying is so important. This is more important than anything that you can hear right now. There's no substitute for purpose. No substitute for purpose. What I'm saying is so important. This is more important than anything that you can hear right now. This is more important than anything that you can hear right now. Right now. 
Everything else is failure. Everything else is failure. Everything else is failure. Call appreciate the bad love. There's no substitute for purpose. What I'm saying is so important. This is more important than anything that you can hear right now. This is more important than anything you can hear right now. Right now, you're talking until Thank y'all for rocking with me. Do the, all the Facebook and YouTube check-in. Your sportness is in the building. David Graham is in the building. Ness Aya is in the building. Precious Nails EDU is in the building. Richard Hogg is in the building. Cannon Coltrane. That's our second interview today. Leaving the industry. Been in 10 years. It's already done. Message right on time. Facts. And so shall it be, my guy. You got this. T. Garcia. My sister's in the building. Uh, salute, salute, salute. Uh, or the Facebook check-in. Donna Riley Cook is in the building. Uh, you know, one Varnell is in the building. Uh, yo, I appreciate y'all for the badge love. Yo, listen, I need everybody. Yo, everybody. Tomorrow's Inside the Vault episode is going to be the biggest show I've ever done in my life. Yo, tomorrow's show is the biggest show I've ever done in my life. It's so big, I can't even tell you. I can't even tell you who the who the guest is. It's so it's so big, I can't even tell you who the guest is. Uh, so make sure y'all tap in tomorrow, eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, you know, salute, salute, salute to the guests for coming through. Um, and so, yo, make sure y'all tap in. Um, also, I think we got a few more tickets left. If you're in New York, uh, go to uh, ashbirthdaybash.com. That's happening Friday. Looking forward to seeing y'all. Um, and that's all I got. Yo, it's the biggest guest I've had to date. There's no, no other guest I've interviewed is bigger than this guest. My self-worth and net worth are building every day. Ramaya Trash, appreciate the badge love. Stay fly, LA, thank you for the badge love. Where's CJ? Thank you for the badge love. Patrick Watkins, thank you for the badge love. The Don Oliver, thank you for the badge love. J-O-N-J, thank you for the badge love. A-Lo, thank you for the badge love. J-Monique, thank you for the badge love. The only MJ, thank you for the badge love. Jen Janelle, thank you for the badge love. U-O-U Properties, thank you for the badge love. Sushi Lucian 6, thank you for the badge love. Love and Unity Travels, thank you for the badge love. Square Biz, thank you for the badge love. Gabriel Charles PR, thank you for the badge love. 
Panther and Graphics, thank you for the bad love twice. Miss Tiff 817, thank you for the bad love. Gerber Charles, thank you for the bad love. I cover Atlanta Homes, thank you for the bad love. I push purpose, thank you for the bad love. I stay rich, thank you for the bad love. I am Cassandra Henderson, thank you for the bad love. Five blue five keys, thank you for the bad love. Call Dan the Cat, thank you for the bad love. Absolute audacity, the audacity, thank you for the bad love. My self-work and network are building every day. My self-work and network are building every day. My self-work and network are building every day. Hi, right, y'all. I appreciate y'all. I'll see y'all tomorrow in God's will. Same time, same place, because my self-worth and net worth are building every day. I'm talking about wet, wet, wet. Money ain't a thing. Money ain't a thing. Money in the bank. Money in the bank. We can talk, but money talk. So talk money. Ash cash show, ash cash show. The ash cash show, ash cash.